Estoy estudiando español. I already don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what I said was, I am studying Spanish. Uh huh. You have been, although I have not heard you speak Spanish uh, openly. What? <laughs> I, I haven't heard many examples of your Spanish. I don't know how far you have come. I am a closeted conquistador. That you're is, a closeted lot of things. Quiet down. This keeps coming up. Um, I, because why would I speak Spanish with you? You don't speak Spanish. But I, I haven't heard you use it like in front of anybody. I do. Although the yeah. quarantine doesn't give you a whole lot of uh, chances to. That is very true. And it is kind that would be the best way for me to learn it. Also music and TV. But here's how you're going to learn it. I am going to teach it to you. I'm not going to learn a I damn thing. I'm going to paint you a verbal picture. And I think it's going to help you and maybe the audience learn some Spanish. Because even the people in Wisconsin, you better get ready because we're coming for you. Mm, it's going to take a little while because nobody, nobody, even illegal aliens coming from Cuba has ever said, boy, do I want to go to Wisconsin? We're running out of room. And Tyler, uh, spoiler alert, Latinos be fucking. They do be fucking, but we are definitely not <laughs> running out of room. That is a rumor. But here is the deal about, I'm very scared of population and you know that. Population it's isn't about, the shit out of me. it's not about the room though. We have more than enough room to, to, to give everybody a, a, a 10,000 acre plot of land, if not more so. Down in Kendall, everybody's standing on each other's shoulders. Oh no, yeah, because these giant metropolitan areas are are just like you said, everybody's just packed on top of everybody. But you go out to some somewhere like Texas, there's just giant patches of land out there, yeah. just open plots of land. Yeah, I, when I used to be with the band, we would drive from here to California, and I would fall asleep in the van when we were in Texas, and wake up five hours later and be like. We are still in the absolutely same place. We've been driving around in a circle, basically. Yeah. Where is the roadrunner? Where is the coyote? I've seen that cactus before. Now, here is how I'm going to teach you these words, okay? I'm going to paint you this word picture, and then I'm going to tell you, you know, the I don't know, the whatever the learning punchline is. I you don't had know me how. at word picture. Here we go. Now, Tyler, do you know how to say the word week in Spanish? Do you know how to say the word week, as in like the days of the week? Uh, oh, W-E-E-K. Correct. Okay, Um, I'm going to guess it is <clears throat> Weekle. So what, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you questions about these words, and you're going to add an O to the end. Is that how we're going? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what is a week? This is how seven we're- Seven days. Seven days. It is soon- and a couple of mananas, mm -hmm. right? Well, it's technically 40,280 seconds. Okay, could, could you please pick one game and Just stick to it? Just made that up. Okay, <laughs> All right. no fact check on that. We can review cool your, cool your Jets. Soon, and a couple of mananas. Week is Samana. <laughs> Bang, that's lodged in your attic. <laughs> All right, off to a good start Samana. so far. Soon, and a couple of mananas. How about the word watch, like on your wrist? I'm wearing a watch. Um... Watcha. Oh, female. Okay, good. Good job. I like that you switched it up and I appreciate that. Okay, the word is reloj. R-E-L-O-J. Right. You Spanish people in your weird spelling. I know. Spelling. That's a real hard one to say. But if you take this word and you flip it around, what you got? Jeweler? Jeweler. Je <laughs> Where do you get a watch, Tyler? At a jeweler. The Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. How about... The word Wednesday. If you want to if you want to make it to Wednesday, you're gonna need a miércoles. Okay, to make it to Thursday, it's gonna take some jueves. But if you can make it all the way to Friday, TGIV. You know what I'm saying? Now, finally, Tyler. Thank God, it's 
Viernes? Viernes. Viernes. Very good. Very good. Now, Tyler, here's the final word that I'm going to teach you and the audience. And we are going to paint a, instead of a word palace, we're going to paint a word road trip. Okay. How about the word game? Okay. Like you, uh, like you and I are going to go to a football game. Do you know how to say that word in Spanish? Football. Okay. Fuck off, dude. All right. So if you and I are going to a game, Tyler, picture it in your, close your eyes. Okay, you and I are going to a game. We're there early. Are you doing like some autoerotic asphyxiation? I said, I'm just, my eyes are closed and I'm scared of what you're going to put in my face. Oh, oh, I, I said close your eyes, not your nostrils. Okay, so you and I go to a game. We're, what, are, what are we bringing? What will we bring? We're, we're going to go. Beer. Tailgating. We're tailgating. We're tailgating. Okay, so at the tailgate, we're going to. Drink. Keg stands, dude. We're keg doing stand. some keg stands. Yeah. And then after that, we're not even going into the game. We're going to a. Strip club. Strip club, Tyler. Yeah. And when we're at the strip club, we're going to look at titties, and then we're getting. Dick. Huh. Hard, hard drugs. Oh, we're getting drugs. We're getting hard drugs. Hard, hard drugs. Not hard dicks. And then we're going to get arrested, Tyler. So when you and I go to a game, it's going to be a party dough. That one's backwards. God <laughs> damn it. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. and what they do welcome to the show that's only cool with 25 letters of the alphabet we don't know why to my left a man with no enemies but who is intensely disliked by his friends mr tyler menendez tyler how you been being oh they say keep your friends close keep your enemies closer who says that who is they uh you know just they the people the people who know what they're talking about right? i live my life according to they and i don't know who they is on that, that's why you have no sense of self i have so much sense of self if, if that's cool with you Sure. On today's show, I finally get around to lighting that monk on fire. Whoa! Yeah. Why? From what I understand about that story, he doesn't need a lot of help. Things will be <laughs> talked about after I am done. And later on today's show, Tyler is gonna complain. Really? Yeah. So you're bringing your off-Broadway show onto the actual show. I figured I would just show the people the real me. Well, I'm excited about it. Tyler, how- You shouldn't be. How are you doing today? What's going on, man? I'm good. The last few days I have been walking. I am a- Yes, you have. I am a, a geriatric. I am walking and getting those cankles working. I've seen my, you running. Getting my buns hardened. You weren't I, supposed to see that. Your buns are getting me hardened. I have a weird gait. Yeah, uh, <laughs> rusty gate. Well, that's no, I have noticed, man. Do you, yeah, well, we'll save this for the depression index. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, I told you about something. As a matter of fact, we can keep talking about this, but in the middle of a game, I told you that I had a new game coming up that you've never played, and it's going to be called Google This. Okay. Now, and now here's what I want you to do. Do you have the Google open? I, uh, Yes. You kids and your damn technology. I And I, I, speaking of the Google, I just bought a new computer to help for this show. And also I've had the watch and I have my phone. How much do you love it? I am a, I am a total sucker for it. I, I have become what I hate. I am totally wired in all these things. But the problem is, is that now it wants me to send information from my watch to my computer to the, to, it's a security check every five minutes. 
Uh, can't you just set it up to where it automatically connects? Whatever. When Let's, you sign in from a certain device? I don't. I keep doing it over and over. I, dude, I'm an old person and it will not let me free. You could just let me look into it. I, it, it keeps forcing its iCloud upon me. Steve Jobs, when I see you, your ass is dead. Wow. I have some sad news for you. You cannot commit that murder. He already dead. <laughs> you know Steve Jobs? Uh, the guy I, who created the iPhone and all that stuff? Kidney cancer and whatnot? Dead. What? Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, great, great man of our time. I thought kidney cancer made you stronger. No. Mm, that's a bummer. I'll dig you up. I'll Ouija board you back. Who and, Who was it? Was it Ashton, Ashton Kutcher who, wanted, who was going to do the role, took up his same diet, and the doctors told him that if he did not stop that particular diet, uh, he was going to die? Well, his organs were going to give out. First off, here's what I want you to Google. Uh, I want you to Google uh, Urban Dictionary, the word dirty, and then your name. Now, yes, it was Ashton Cooker, uh, Kutcher, and I, I remember that. I mean, it was no butterfly. Did you watch it? There was two competing Steve Jobs movies that came out of that time. There was. There did, was. It did was you almost, see either of them? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't. No, because the other one was Michael Fassenbender, who is fantastic. Uh, excuse me. His name is Magneto. That's actually fair. Yes. Uh, you know what? I... I, uh, I'm not big on the biopics and I know it's biopic, but we're bringing it back No, Yeah. No, it's, eh, bi it's, it's biopic. Yeah. Let's go back to biopic much like, you know, the Jeff. So I'm reading here, the urban dictionary for dirty Tyler. Mm -hmm. Did you ask me to do this because you knew that if you put dirty and then someone's name, something is going to come up or is, did you Google my name specifically? Both of those. Oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> I've done both of those things. So, and I just thought that this is a fun little game. I have a couple of things here and I just, you know. So what you got? All right. So Urban Dictionary, the definition of Dirty Tyler is to fart in one's hand <laughs> and then slap someone, slap somebody else directly in the face. The object <laughs> of a Dirty Tyler is to do it quick enough so the slapped person can smell, but not only smell can taste it. Well, otherwise you're just an asshole. If, if he, if he can't taste it, what are you doing? And to use it in a sentence, it's written here. <laughs> Whoever loses the bet will receive three dirty Tylers. <laughs> How can you fart on command like that? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It is like a, like a firing squad of, of flatulence. All right, Tyler, let's go ahead and do the thing that we always do. Not weep in openly in public. Let's do the depression index. Both things can be true. Now, what the Depression Index is, it is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we turn it to let you guys know where we are on our mental health journey. I hate it. The farther up we crank it, the lower down we are, and we're probably on crank. What is crank? Uh, I actually don't know. We can review. <laughs> we can review. We get some crank. All right, Tyler, do you want to go first, or do you want to go second? Uh, you usually go first. I like to get this over with. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, this week, I'm actually on the way up. You know, it's a roller coaster of emotion, and I'm currently in a, at the uh, the rise of the bend, so to speak. Sure. It's been pissing me off. Uh, yeah, I'm doing really well. Yeah, I'm see, doing really yeah, well and rubbing it in your depressed, stupid face. It's annoying. Um, so today, especially since I've had some wine. <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, and I did some exercise. Yeah, you did. Hated it. You've earned your and, wine. And I have earned my wine. I have earned my wine. I said that to myself earlier today. I think, it, a, I think a trick to depression, I think a trick to loving yourself is giving yourself permission to do those things that you that you hate that you're doing. Because uh, even if it's drinking, if it's drugs, if it's uh, dating somebody, no matter what the decision is, 
we always get angry at ourselves for making that decision and look at how miserable we are. How about instead, just give yourself permission to do that damn thing. Well, actually, this is kind of what my depression index is, which I've written as deep end. Um, I went in your room and read all on your computer. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> how did you get the key to my journal? Uh, but the deal is, is, I think that such a big part of all of these things is not the feelings that you have, but the way that you treat yourself when you have them. But I think about going about how you uh, perceive problems is such a big part of it because there are, pe there are people out there who suffer from a certain thing, whatever it may be, and there are other people that see it as a huge boon. And I wish I had a more uh, specific example, but it's all about perception. Well, the idea is, and I mean, I, I'll, I, I'm so happy that you're feeling better and it's great to see it, it really is. I hate it, I like being miserable. But you know what the deal is? <laughs> you're so good at it. 10,000 hours, they say. Uh, but you know what the thing is, is that I just really believe that anxiety, um, all these different things. It's uh, not real? Pressure. No, these are things. They're not supposed to be feared. They are what's pushing you in the direction that you need to go. When you stop perceiving them as the enemy and as part of you that's just trying to be healed, then you can be kind to that part. So, this is my D-Day, Ryan. All right, I'm, go. I'm storming the beach and I'm murdering all of go, them. Go, go, go do it. You always force me into being so philosophical, you ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my fault. I'm just trying to fix you. <laughs> ah, dude. Ah. All right. Ah. Hmm. Mm. Ah! Oh, that was a double <laughs> turn. Your subconscious is more upset than you thought. I am a five. Well, and that's great. That I makes... guess technically a six. You have to go by the spin, not by the, not by the. Um... Damn it! I forgot what I was gonna say. And not by the number. Yeah. Yes, that's uh... what. Oh man, I don't want to edit this. I want to keep this in. And you have to. There's I music think, behind it. I think I need to. <laughs> Damn it. And I think that we need to add another three for that those couple glasses of wine that you had. So we'll find out later on tonight. Now, what I was talking about on my deep end, I'm just going to tell a quick little story because cult leaders always talk about things in parables. I was uh, I used to have very poor decision making and uh, I started having seizures really early in life. And going back to what you were saying, you know where I finally got over my fear of seizures? When you embrace them. When I embrace them, when I said, hey, this is happening. I'm so tired of being afraid of it. Let's just do this thing. And I think exactly what you're talking about is that kind of, hey, this is bad and I have anxiety and and I'm not, I don't react to things the way that I want to. And that's okay, man. I'm here for you. You're going to be good. So with that being said, I have had a four this week. Ow. Oh, hey. oh, much more aggressive spins than normal. I'm a man. Yeah. You heard that, mom? And Doesn't again, she listen to these? I hope not. Uh, and the last thing that we will say, and hopefully Tyler is on my side with this, we love you, you pieces of shit. I absolutely do, you pieces of shit. Now, Tyler, you can admit that you and I are now, along with everybody else who's listening, this living in a backwards world. Do you agree with that? We're in the upside down. From what we're used to, but I actually think that there's a lot of good that's going to come from this. I understand, and I understand that I'm in a position uh, where I'm... I'm uh, secure, uh, f financially. Okay. Not, not personally, not, not personally. <laughs> financially, I am very secure. Okay. And, and, but I, but I, and I say this. Did you just uh, say on our radio show, financially, I'm very secure. Not I mean, on, not so unlikable, not on the radio, uh, so unlikable. but I, but I'm acknowledging my position and I'm not about to sit here because is there anything worse than coming out and speaking against a, uh, a position or for a position and you, you, you like the homeless. You've never been through it, but you don't acknowledge that. 
Like what's what's her name? Uh, what's what's the woman's name who pretended to be black? Oh, I, I don't remember her name, but she was involved with the NAACP. That's, and, and, that's and what I'm saying. Busted. Well, being black is a state of mind. It's a decision that you make much like being gay. Ryan, Ryan person who I'm talking to who just said that. What was that again? Go ahead and say that I said that being black is a decision that you make. <laughs> okay, you double it down. <laughs> double it down. What's the problem? All right. What's the problem? I'm having a Polish kind of day, <laughs> Tyler, so you better chill out, okay? Now, but the reason that I say that we're living in a backwards time in a backwards society, and if I were a nerd, I'd call it the upside down, is because right now, the only way that you're allowed into a bank is if you're wearing a mask. Well, How about that? That's all businesses. Uh, but the Miami passed a law along with other, many other uh, cities. It might be even statewide. You cannot enter a place of business without mask on. But Tyler, the way that a joke works is that if you could find a place that if you normally would enter it with a mask, it would be a big time deal, which would be a bank. That's how it's a, it's a juxtaposition. Of, Usually the way jokes works is they're funny. Oh, well, I didn't, <laughs> I can only have one thing. I don't have both of those things. You want me to do two things? <laughs> I mean, Tyler, I'm not a fucking juggler. Okay, now also, I went and bought this beer right here that I'm holding in my hands. And- It looks very chilled. It is quite chilled, thank you for noticing. But also, the lady ID'd me. I was wearing sunglasses and a mask at the same time. I could have been a Muppet under there. She has no fucking clue. Well, it's probably, she just needed somebody to point the fingers at because she thought she was gonna die that day. She did finger me. Yet yeah, she was on the front line, I do know that. And finally, because comedy comes in threes, Chuck E. Cheese is doing a pizza wings carryout deal. You can get Chuck E. Cheese pizza to go. Chuck E. Cheese pizza, it's like if you melted fake cheese and fake sauce on top of one of those homeless people signs that they carry around. Like a piece of cardboard? It is the worst fucking shit that you've ever had in your life. I, I can say this, and it's a total guess, but I feel like I'm accurate. I have not had Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and I'm going to guess over 20 years. Uh, I don't know how much it's changed in that amount of time. I'm going to assume not very much. Well, Tyler, if you have Uber Eats or whatever, you can change that tonight. <laughs> I will not. And you can get like, you know, uh, you can get your wings Funfetti style. We have we have a pizza place near here that it is unbelievably delicious, but you notice that the ratio, much like crazy to hot on people, because that's, <laughs> not, that's not just women, that's men too. That is a fact. I forgot my point. No, oh, this is going Hold well on, so far. Whatever, just continue. Tyler, Shit. this has been an absolute abomination. Yeah, it's not great. Let's go ahead and do weekend review. Damn it! Yeah, and what we can review is, is where you, Tyler and I have been just total jackasses, ego-filled gas bags since before we ever had a radio show. So what we do is we go back on the next week and we have already researched all the stupid shit that we said last time. Tyler, what do you got? On last week's show, we were discussing different foods and, and we asked if curry was a staple in Thai food because it's just not something that we're that we associate with right. very much. Um, were we correct, Ryan? Uh, my guess is ah uh, shit. My guess is yes. Okay, that one's a lot easier than the that is not correct. <laughs> Come on, man, I'm switching it up. Do you know what that's from? No, I don't. Okay, keep keep going. I'll... Uh, are you talking about the the ding? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's a boxing bell, isn't it? No, it's very it's very noticeable. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I'll um, give you, the, my wrong is from the same place. We'll see if you can put it together. Okay. Mm. Uh, 
The answer is yes. That bell signified yes. Lots of curry and Thai. There is lots of curry and Thai food, although the main difference being that while Indian curry uses a lot of spices, obviously, of course, Thai curry and smells. Thai curry is made with herbs and uh, aromatic leaves. I believe Thai curry made like two hundred and fifty three pointers last year. No, no, I, I got, it. I got. It. No, no, no. Please, please, his cousin. Please continue. It's his cousin. His Asian cousin. Yeah, <laughs> he could be Asian, bro. Let's be honest, Tyler. On last week's show and the week before, oh boy, I started off drinking tea, mm-hmm. and by the end of the show, you had me drinking tequila. The great thing about this show is you started by drinking tequila. Let's keep that to ourselves in case this show goes poorly. We don't want people to know why. Now, as fucked up as that is and as terrible of an influence as you are on me, much like Tommy, I it gave me a great idea. And I want to let everybody get in on the ground floor. Okay. Okay. Every, just give me one second. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever he steps away from the microphone like this to get something prepared, it always just comes back to bite me in my ass. Like it's always during session zero, he did this exact same thing. What he's doing. He's gone from the room. He's gone during this entire, uh, uh, delay. He went and got pet food during session zero. Something you guys will never hear. I was forced to eat pet food. And let me just tell you, it's awful. All right. What's in. Okay. Uh, he has a, a cloth, uh, a napkin, uh, or excuse me, a rag, a tea kettle, and a box of tequila, and two big ass cups. Okay, this isn't going well. Tyler. Okay, thank you guys so wow, much. Wow, that was abrupt. <laughs> thank you guys so much for waiting around. Okay, now what I got. <laughs> He's got to close the door. Sorry. <laughs> now what I got here. Now, now listen, this is a business opportunity that I want everybody to listen to, okay? Now this is only going to be available to everybody at the ground three or higher level, okay? Email me for more info, DM me, do whatever you got to do. Remember, that's podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com or you can go to thoseguysyouhate.com and just go to the bottom of the page and message us directly. Um... You're not about to try to come up with an idea of mixing tea and tequila together. No, I absolutely am not about to try to come up with an idea about mixing tea and tequila He's together. He's doing the thing, ladies and gentlemen. What I am doing is I've already come up with it. It's called tequila, Tyler. Tequila. Now, I'm going to have... Is it is it T-E-A-Kila? Capital Q-U-I-L-A with a T-M afterwards. I've already mailed it to myself. Now, Tyler, I'm going to have an orange ginger. Uh, how about you? I, I also have... I also have a Zen blend. I wasn't realizing that was going to be hot. Yeah, uh, that's how tea works. Uh, well, unless you, uh, only if you heat it. Uh, so, what are my options? I have a Zen, a harmonious blend of green tea with lemongrass and spearmint, or a wild sweet orange, a juicy herbal infusion of orange peel, lemongrass, citrus herbs, and licorice root man they really love to put lemongrass in this stuff i mean we were, we just got lemongrass coming out of our pockets which one you want um audience what do you think orange ginger oh wow i heard green tea all go right, ahead here we go things. all right you it, don't know how to listen to the audience uh tyler it's not like it's going tequila what else you got <sighs> 
You know what? We've talked about this a couple times, a few times, a bunch of times. We did it on Session Zero. We've done it a couple times over the last five episodes. So I have decided today to start a campaign. Do you want to start a campaign with me, Ryan? Uh, depending upon what Do you want to start a campaign with me, Ryan? I would like to see all Start a campaign with me, Ryan. Let's start a campaign! Yeah! That campaign, I need to get Ryan a date with a porn star, and I need a fluffer. Campaign started, baby! What? Why do you need to get me a, a date with a porn star? I don't know. We talked about it a bunch, and now I just want to see if I can do it. I told you that that's something I wouldn't be interested in. Which is why I got to do it. No, I, I, I'm good on all of that, but thank you no, for No, I understand you're good on it. That's why I have to do it. I don't know what that means. Porn stars, if you're out there, <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Um, all right, Tyler. There's your tequila. little tequila for you. And um, now, Tyler, we talked last week on whether those were the gayest underwear. What about these? These, these are smaller. These are almost like panties. I don't know. All right. Well, all right. Ladies good. and gentlemen, we are on the verge of him just one day showing me his dick. Oh. I mean, like, it just... Could you keep your pants on for one show? That could be next week. Tyler, on last week's show, we talked about T Tiananmen Square. We talked about Tiananmen Square. We talked about Tank Man. Yeah. And we said that it was one of the most famous photos of all time. Is that correct? Or that incorrect? is correct. Now, here's the deal with Tank Man. On June 5th in 1989, it's that famous photo of a Chinese citizen stopping a tank. Correct. Okay, now, this occurred after weeks of demonstration in the middle of Beijing. It was students and wo workers protesting, calling for democratic reforms. So, uh, kind of similar to what we got going on? Yeah. Okay, all right. Is this how, is this how totalitarian this governments This is how democracy falls, yes. Ah, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. That's good. So, hunger-striking protesters began occupying the square on May 13th, Okay. And by May 19th, their numbers had grown to more than 1 million. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing, I, they showed video. I saw videos of the hunger strikers and stuff like that. That's crazy. It is. It's like the Holocaust. You see these people who have become so Wasting away. rail thin because they have allowed. Well, Holocaust, they didn't allow anything. Yeah. When they do a hunger strike, they're allowing themselves to waste away. By definition. To yeah. prove a point. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now, the, the Chinese government sent an army to end their protest. So on June 3rd, thousands of troops were deployed to Tiananmen Square. And this was, this was what, 1987? 1989. 89. And okay. then on June 4th, tanks and soldiers started opening up fires, fire on protesters. Mm -hmm. I saw a video of that. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. awful. Dude. And, and, that's, and that is the reason, I'm assuming, although I haven't been in contact with him, the reason why President uh, Z, I, how do you say his name? XI. Uh, do you know how to do you know how to pronounce it? No, nah, I'm unfamiliar. Z or something like that. Anyway, the president of China, the ruler of China, the god of China, as he, I'm sure he likes to refer to himself. Mm -hmm. uh, he, they they sent out those tanks, and this was back in 1989 when the internet was a baby. Yeah. When when cell phones were not a thing. Uh, now you have these protests in Hong Kong. And I'm sure that the Chinese government, all they want to do is send in soldiers and wipe these people out. But now in 2020, there is no way you can do something like that without like Tiananmen Square 1989 photos got out. Imagine now when everybody <clears throat> has a video camera. Yeah, in but their don't body. they control that somehow? They, they, they try to, but just like they did with Tiananmen Square. But again, this is back in 1989. No, I mean, we, don't they control the media coming in and out? 
but if somebody with a phone takes a video, uploads it to a USB, and then smuggles it out of the country, the whole world yeah. knows. Yeah. That's that's what happened with Tiananmen Square. Somebody smuggled the photos out. Hmm. And then in finally, discussion of that incident is prohibited in China. Absolutely. Yeah. There is a story that I read about a, a tourist going on uh, vacation to China, going on holiday, and I'm bringing it back. We're calling it holiday. Going uh, on holiday. Well, British people still say that, much like aluminum and garage. <laughs> I'm taking my first sip of tequila. So, uh, where you go on holiday and... Not bad. You did not enjoy that. I, it wasn't bad. Uh and and if you were to if, if you go on a, a a tour of a city, much like pretty much every metropolitan area has, sure. and ask the tour guide about Tiananmen Square, you will get a shocked look because if you talk to them about that and the government finds out about it, any uh, any uh, police or anything like that, they will detain you and they will detain the tour guide. Wow. But you know, so you are putting their life at risk even by bringing it up. I got to tell you, I and this might be a risky maneuver here, but I'm on the government's uh, Chinese government side. You know what? I actually watched this thing. Could you elaborate on that, please? <laughs> there was this thing that I watched about a guy who was commenting on it, who was actually there. He was one of the student protesters. And he was part, he hit a guy, a soldier who would not fire. And he was eviscerated by the crowd, even being, he said, hey, I won't fire and left. And they eviscerated him anyway. He said the guy in the tank was also tank man for disobeying orders and not running that man over. It was very interesting perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because because there is, the I think the most popular photo out of all of them, although there aren't very many, the most pop famous photo is him standing in front of the tank and you see like two or three tanks. Yeah. There's another photo out there for those who have not seen it, where it's a photo taken from hundreds of feet away. And there is a line of dozens of tanks yeah. coming out and, and almost anybody you're absolutely right. And I've never even considered it, but you would think that one soldier would not, that one yep. soldier would not run him over when I would assume most the, would the, ne the next guy would. Mm -hmm. So I just, if, I don't know if you have something for this or not, but I gotta I gotta call myself out before you get to it. Last week, God damn it, I said this. If you watch The Wizard of Oz, those shoes pop. Those shoes pop. Oh what the fuck God. was I talking about? Wait, hold, hold on one second. I, yeah, I deserve it. That is absolutely good. And this sound, this sound doesn't tell you where we're at. No. Wait. Wait. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, no. Is that is that double dare? Family feud. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yes, you did say that at the moment. We were like, "What the fuck did you just say?" And without even knowing it, you ruined my next joke. On last week, you said this. Last week, you said this. That's my fucking thing. You don't get to say that shit. And then you said it again. Last week, you said this. Stop doing that. That's my shit. That just sounds like the same thing played back uh, back to back. I am I am king of this stuff, okay? You knock it off. Oh, boy. How's your tequila? It's actually not terrible. It's not terrible. The, the tea really, really... Uh, cuts uh, the tequila. It really cuts the tequila taste. <laughs> the tea cuts the tequila. <laughs> um, and remember, you guys can get in on this. I mean, right now, it, it's only $47, and we'll send you your starter kit for tequila. What else you got? Last week I mentioned without knowing any facts about or any specifics about it, the president who gave away his salary to help his country. Do you remember that, Ryan? I think that I made a terrible Michael Eisner joke. Eisner. Um, <laughs> 
Were we right or were we wrong? We were correct, Ryan. All right. His name, he was, he's actually, he's been described as the world's humblest head of state. Uh, Did he decide on that title by himself? I'm not really sure. I didn't. I, but his, <laughs> I'm the humblest. But his name is Jose Mujica. Nailed and he it. Is, he is the former president of Uruguay. His monthly salary was in American dollars, twelve thousand dollars a year. Twelve thousand dollars a year. He's okay. the former president of Uruguay. Was making the equivalent of twelve thousand dollars American dollars a year. Was giving away ninety percent of it. To to uh, to people who are uh, just were struggling. So that number that you gave, that was after he had given the money away. You a- after he had given away what you were talking about. His his final. No, no, he gave away twelve thousand dollars. He g- he gave away from his his allowance, his uh, his per diem, his salary okay. of twelve thousand dollars a year. Uh, he gave away ninety percent of it. Wow, that's incredible. And also, that guy needs to be paid more. While I was looking up the drowning thing again last week, I found out that you could drown a fish. We didn't talk about it, so... How can you drown a fish? Uh, with their gills and whatnot, I didn't really look it up. I just thought that it was enjoyable. You I, know, we can review! I, I know if you drag a shark backwards, uh, it'll kill it, but I didn't know you Pussies. could... Pussies. I didn't know... I didn't know you could drown. But wait a minute. I don't think you're using those words right. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I uh, can't wait, Ryan! Well, the, I must know now! The pussy would be a catfish. You're a bastard. <laughs> okay. And that is Week in Review. Very nice. Very nice. Now, Tyler, here's the problem. Oh, and I, I didn't say some. I There was one thing here that I did not say. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we were talking about the um, apartheid. I don't know if I'm saying that Apartheid. Right. Apartheid. Damn, I always pronounce Way it incorrectly. Off. Way, Way off. off. Yep. Way off. However, last week I was discussing uh, the college students who were murdered right. during was, apartheid. That wasn't Fort Kent, uh, Kent State, was it? It was. It, well, it was called the Soweto Uprising. Oh, okay. Uh, I was de- close. De- demonstrations and protests led by black school children in South Africa. Although I don't think it was a specific college. I think it was just college students. Okay. Um, yeah, 20,000 students took place. Police showed up, um, started brutally beating on these people and then immediately just started murdering, executing people in the crowd. And they murdered 176 college students. And what were they protesting? Uh, uh, apartheid. Oh, oh, excuse me. Well, you know, Hey, listen, sometimes it's hard to get through to a millennial, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when do you think apartheid was? Because uh, millennials were just being bored. I'm pretty sure it was right around the same time as Clarissa explains it all. Why am I still drinking this? It's not. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's just. It's hot tequila. And you're already sweaty. Oh, I am gross. You now, should see my back. I shouldn't. Now, Tyler, here's the deal. The problem that this show has had since we've gone on to Spotify and since we've gone on to iTunes and all these different platforms. Is that the world, actually, we kind of timed this out perfectly for when the world like skid to a stop. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. You know, this, and you know, I I acknowledge that there's a lot of terrible things happening out in the world. One personal silver lining is that everything came to a standstill and gave us all this free time right as we were getting ready to release this thing. Yes, it certainly did. But the problem is, is that the way that we were doing this show before is that I would take mundane situations and I would awkwardly approach them and then I would make a big deal of them on the show. Okay, yeah. Now, 
that's not uh, that's not a big part of the show anymore because I don't have awkward outward situations. Now they're all, you know, being embarrassed by myself, which is a, it's its own level of just being really really sad. Can't make fun of that. You just got to cry, weep, <laughs> curl into a ball, and hope for the best. Okay, we'll talk about that. Now, we can review. Uh, now, no, I refuse. Now, those awkward situations out in public have been taken away from me, much like the rest of my liberties. And what I've decided to do is I've decided to take some things that have happened here in the house, jazz them up at, with some headlines and see if you are interested in them. How about I give you the headlines and you decide whether or not that's something you're interested in hearing about? Subjectively, I like the sound of it, although I will acknowledge before we begin this, because there's no stopping you, that I feel like... I'm going to do it anyway. I feel like I am going to be collateral damage in all of this. Well, no, I, these are actual happenstance around the house that I wouldn't... I mean, these are the events of my life now, okay? This is what's happening. I, I, I will listen. Go ahead. I'm going to try to give them to you in an interesting way, okay? And you get to decide yes or no, but it better be fucking yes. <clears throat> Here we go. Woman stands in the way of progress. Citizens become judge, jury, and executioner. Now, Tyler, does that does that interest you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I am genuinely curious. I feel like all of these are going to interest me simply because a the voice you just did. Because man, did you nail that? And second, these are things happening in and around the place where I live. So yes, I would like to be kept in the know. The old bait and switch. <laughs> now here's the deal. I go to the park right over here, and I go running every single day. Okay. Okay. And there I do like workouts or whatever. Now it's a little small sidewalk and it goes in a loop. Okay. Now there is a woman who continuously goes over there and she'll start walking around the loop, but she inevitably stops and starts playing on her phone. So she has now stopped in the middle of the jogging path playing with her phone. So what? I have to run around her. It's actually kind of rude. So what you're saying is, is that she stands on the path. And plays on her phone. That's the issue. Not the fact that she's on her phone, just that she's standing in your way playing on the phone. Well, in the general sense, yeah, this is disgusting. You're absolutely right. I don't want it. Tequila, we're going to have to talk. We're going back to the drawing board. Tequila is not supposed to be hot. Yeah, I, I mean, you're not in charge of what I do. Tequila, we're going to figure this out. No, but what it is, is I'm trying to run and she has completely halted traffic there, especially now in a situation where you have to stand six feet away from each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's giving me a perfectly good excuse to cross the road so I don't have to come eye to eye with people. It's oh, fantastic. Man, this is so sad. What? Well, I mean, just running from your fears. So one point. You think I'd be in better shape. Yeah, it would from all that running. So so I, I stop at the park bench and I'm. That doing, was the joke. Right? I'm doing dips and this lady walks around me around the whole thing and, and cuts me back off. It was to make a long story short. I was rude to this lady. But wait, you were you were doing dips. What do you mean cutting you off? You were if you're doing dips, you're in a very specific place. I stopped at the bench. She walked all the way around and went right back in front of me. So I now she had totally taken up the whole path again. Honestly, I'm making it out like it was her fault. It was my fault. I was rude. She's an older lady. She has to worry about this shit a lot more than I do. So I felt so bad about it. What did you say to her? I, How are you rude? She, I, 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 I ran around her, not as far away as I should have, and she very visually was upset by it. Coughed in her face, and I'm yeah. I held her mouth open and spit in it. 
So then she looked at me like crazy and I'm like, sorry. You know what I mean? I just kept running. I immediately felt terrible. Yeah. 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 I saw her the next day and apologized in Spanglish. And it was really, I was like, lo siento, uh, uh, yesterday. What'd she say? She, she could see on my face that I totally meant it. And she was very nice about it. Oh, that's good. That's good. I really wish that would have ended by her just being an absolute cunt to you. Wow. Look at you. I want to bring that back. Cunt is such a good word. Did it go somewhere? Our, our, well, our Australian brethren get to use it constantly. Yeah, because they're all twats. <laughs> just, that's a good word, too. Cunt is an amazing word. Yeah. I think we should bring it back. Too abrasive for me. Alien invaders leave leaders with tough decisions. Alien invaders leave leaders with tough decisions decisions. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I mean, just my personal opinion. I, I, I repeated it back because I wanted to make sure I get the whole gravitas of the, of the, of the saying. Please tell me the details. Elaborate on this. So I have a, a patio that I go out onto and some bees have built their, their nest in the doorway of my thing. So now here's the problem. If I shoot that with that, some sort of bee poison, like raid or something, right? Mm and I do it from inside, I'm going to get that shit all over my house because it's right in the doorway. If I do it from outside, then I'm stuck outside. What do I do? Uh, well, the first thing is maybe breathing in some toxic gas and having to clean up a little bit. The second thing is being stuck outside with angry bees. I'm going to pick the former. I feel like I could fight a, 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 a horde of bees. Am I incorrect in that assumption? Incredibly incorrect. We don't even need weekend review for that. Weekend review. Could I beat up 12 bees? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, and, and, and forgive me before you go please on. Do. The, the thing is, is that bees, I don't know how close it is to the door and where the mechanics are with that. However, as long as you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. If it's wasps or hornets, then you've got a problem it because does, they are aggressive. It does leave me alone, actually. It's it's the um, yeah. it's what's the one that uses almost like a mud and it makes like little uh, mud uh, like a mud dauber. I think it's called. Those are hornets. Oh, is it the the brown uh, base looking thing? You're fucking dead, bitch. Yeah, yeah they're, I, they're, they're hornets. Yeah, it's like a paper mache kind of. Oh, thing. I'm never going out there again because well, you I aren't am invited. Super allergic to those. Now, Tyler, let's do something that we did on episode zero. It's something that we love that we haven't done in a long time. Let's do a segment called Douche of the week yeah douche of the week and tell them what douche of the week is do we have any sound for this we don't okay we'll get douche of the week douche of the week is i'm sure everybody gets it just by context clues douche of the week is where we just get to pick somebody each week we should make this a weekly thing because there are so many douchebags please don't make a tequila because i'm trying to get this off the ground and i need okay it's the, the the, the mixture isn't perfect yet, but we're going to get this together. I'm not making a tequila because the heat ruins it. Honestly, as long as you get away from heat. I could smell it from over here and oh. it's making me sick. Uh, but douche of the week is where we just go. We find the biggest douche of the week and then we just unload on these people to you and you can kind of get join in with us. And if you guys have a douche of the week, send it in podcast at those guys you hate.com. Usually douches unload on you. Now we're unloading on the douches. In, oh, douches it, unload in, in you. you, in you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry, you Inuit. All right, Tyler, you want to go first or second? Douche of the week, Ryan. Douche of the week, Ryan. What? Elon Musk. I thought that that was your boy. I love Elon Musk. Let me preface this by saying I fucking love Elon Musk. He is the Iron Man of our time. He thinks of something, and he I think I could beat the shit out of him. He would just he would build a a, a sentient robot to come and ruin you. 
just just implode you from the bowels. I think I could beat up robots. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. So Elon Musk, your boy. Elon Musk, my boy, but I got to call him out. Elon Musk, you are my douche of the week. Wow. Do you want to know why, Ryan? I mean, that's kind of how podcasts work. Yeah. Man, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, fake news CNN. Fake news. Is, is CNN more fake than MSNBC? No, no. News? You can relate to any Fox News, MSNBC, CNBC, uh, uh, CNN, all of them. Fake mm-hmm. news. Okay. Uh, they decided to call out Elon Musk this past week because he said that he was going to build, I, I believe it was 1 million ventilators that he was going to send out because of this coronavirus. To save those miners. Uh, actually the person that he <laughs> saved was somebody stuck in a cave, I think. I think it was, uh, yeah, but they wouldn't let him, they wouldn't let him help. Well, because it was a submarine that was too big for the cave. He wanted like to send a Tesla down there. Anyway, um, well, he's already sent one into space. Let him sub- send enough. one into the cave. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk. Enough. I love him enough, but he You're- is my douche of the week because CNN called him out and said that you haven't sent any ventilators. You're a liar, blah, blah, blah. And he gave in and and, and and displayed the receipts, the payments, the shipments, uh, thank you notes from, from those in the position of receiving these things okay. and proved to CNN that he did send out those million ventilators. He is an amazing human being, but he's my douche of the week because he gave in to those pieces of shit. They're all a bunch of liars and we shouldn't listen to them at all. Fuck CNN, fuck Fox News, fuck the media. I got to tell you that I think it's easy to sit here where we are and say, hey, you bent to public pressure, stop being a bitch. I think that when it's happening to you, I think it's a lot tougher. Uh, Ryan, this is Douche of the Week. You should not correct my Douche of the Week. <laughs> I'm just going to stay with what it is. Okay, Elon Musk, hey. I love you. And other than Obama, you, you'd you be the person I would fangirl over so hard. Get your shit together, bro. Douche of the Week, Elon Musk. Douche of the Week. I, I mean, Elon Musk, in my personal opinion, is a, a, a step behind Neil deGrasse Tyson. A person I would Brilliant love to men. <laughs> punch right in their brain, dude. Like, enough. We got you, bro. A little jealousy. All right. Ryan, do you have a douche of the week? I do. Thank you for asking. Tyler, do you know the number of pictures that skeezy-ass men have leaked onto the internet of their ex-girlfriends, ex-wives, current girlfriends, mm. current wives, uh, what what they call revenge porn? Revenge porn, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. sure. You you mean in total? I I mean I, I I actually don't have that number here. I'm just asking. You know that the world is replete with women who are naked on the internet because they have taken a picture of themselves, sent it to somebody who they trust, and that person has then put it out for public consumption. I, I find myself needing to call myself a hypocrite because while we talk about that action specifically, um. Uh, it's 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 horrific. The very idea of it's taking awful. taking somebody's most personal, intimate moment and displaying it for the world because you're insecure sure. is terrible. Right. However, I am a hypocrite because when the fappening happened, I looked at all of those photos. Oh, wait a minute. I think you're misunderstanding me. Here's what I'm saying. Ladies, if you're gonna send a picture to your significant other, this boyfriend, a guy you that you met last night, could you wipe the fucking mirror down? Clean your room up a little bit. Could we put some shit together because you're ruining my scenario? I, I mean, dude, if I'm seeing like, uh, you know, dog shit in the corner, bruh, you, you have a little respect for the, you know, you know how many people are on the internet, Tyler? A lot of people. Quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. Quite a few. Yeah, thank you for noticing. So what you're saying is, is that when, when women 
a lot of them, uh, when they have their most private moments of their life, oh, post, trust, their trust is shattered. Post posted on the internet, a, a very traumatic incident in which, as you just said, it shatters their trust right. in the rest of humanity. Absolutely. Your issue with that whole situation is when you look at that naked photo, there's a dirty mirror or a dirty room in the background. Tyler. I'm not a fucking life coach, okay? I'm not out here cheering you on. All I'm saying is, uh, look at what they've done with movies. Look what they've done with CGI. It's all about increasing the 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 audience's uh, watchability. That's all that it is. I'm just and and just in a personal effect, let's wipe down some mirrors in our lives, guys. It's that's disgusting. Let's go. Well, this got odd. Uh, uh, wickedly uh, uncomfortable very what? quickly. What are you talking about? All right, you know what? You're the one who's making it weird. Tyler, let's go ahead and play another rousing game of Google this. All right. Now, Tyler, do me a favor. Go ahead and go. Do you, are you aware of O, 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 O'Reilly? I am. Auto Parts. Would you go ahead and go onto their website? I'll give you a moment. We will we'll do this while you were waiting. Are you there? O'ReillyAuto.com. Now, Tyler, would you please go to the search bar and punch in 121G? 121. Oh! <laughs> it is a flux capacitor. Google this. You're so crazy. Oh my God. How did you find that? Hey, don't worry. I got a guy. Don't you worry about what it is. I it's do. 121 gigawatts, and the material compatibil compatibility is plutonium, Ryan. Working speed. Do you know how, how much the working speed is? Of course I know how much the working speed is. Go ahead. How much is the working speed? How much was it in the movie? Six. 88 miles per hour. That's what I said, 88 miles per hour. 82 plus six. That's cool though, isn't it? That is so cool, man. And it's it's uh, this item is not available for purchase. Oh, shut, the, shut up. No, I, will, I would buy one immediately. <laughs> of course. That is another rousing game of Google this. All right, now Tyler, I know that you have a segment that you wrote today that you're very excited about. I want to be excited about it too. I would, but however, and I don't normally do this. Usually I like to go in reverse, cowboy. However, I would like to take a break first. Let's take a break. You can squeegee yourself off. And when we come back, we will go ahead and we will feed the applesauce with the drugs in it to the audience. Those guys. Are you tested? You hate. Tested by fire. I mean, I'm, I'm fire retarded. How's that? <laughs> Those guys, you hate. Guys, you and we are back. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with those guys you hate. I know that you've missed us, and we are back. Now, Tyler, we've been promised this brand new segment that you wrote today, and I'm very interested in getting it inside of my person. Your taint? Uh, no, my taint is a solid. Just anyway, let's. I, I didn't. I didn't talk about this. You're you're building it up too much. This is actually a surprise. As a matter of fact, what I told you prior to us even recording today was that I was actually going to use one of my previous segments from session zero, but then an idea hit me today and I typed, I typed this next segment up in about an hour and a half. Isn't that exactly what I just said? No, I don't think you told everybody that 
that whole story. Oh, <laughs> did not do the rigmarole. You're exactly right. No, you did. You got it done, and it, it they um, the muse struck you is what happened. Correct. I was hit. I was struck. I was poked in the bum with a cupid's arrow of sorts. Wasn't, but isn't that a great feeling when you have like a burgeoning idea and you're chasing it down? I feel that a lot with the music because a lot of times these things get stuck in my head. And I can't let go of it. And even though it's annoying, I really enjoy the rise of something creative. Absolutely. And this is all new to me. As for those of you who do not know out there, growing up for many, many years up until uh, session zero, as a matter of fact, uh, for, for my entire life, I always told myself I was not artistic. I was not creative. I was not smart. You come from a smart, creative, artistic family. Yeah, but it's all about what you tell yourself. Uh, I agree. It is It is your perspective. So it is time for my brand new segment. Are you ready, Ryan? Hit me. Do you have music for this? I or? do not. Okay. Ryan, like many others, I find myself constantly looking for things to do. Even I, as unbelievably brilliant and talented as I am, can't prep this show 24-7. I have noticed. I need things to fill my day with so I don't go insane. Then it dawned on me. I should just stick to what I'm good at. Okay. You have my attention. Complaining. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. On that's today's right. show. For this segment, I'm going to rant and you, Ryan, are either going to talk me off this figurative and quite possibly literal ledge, okay. or you're going to jump with me. Thank God we live in Florida. It's a very flat surface. No ledges. So okay, okay. So you want? I can argue on either side. Absolutely. I, I love want that. you. I want you to be yourself. I want you to argue. Although you being yourself usually means arguing against I mean, whatever it is I, I'm saying. I mean, you could be like, you know, uh, let's get medicine to the elderly. I'm like, they've had their time. Why do you think coronavirus is here, okay? To take out the elderly. It's a calling. Now, due to this being my first rant, I figured we should start slow. Do you have a name for this? Tyler Rants. Okay. <laughs> start with some little fish, and then we can jump into taking on, you know, ISIS or Martha Stewart. How in about the future. this? I'm so sorry for I'm so go sorry. Ahead, no, go, ahead. go ahead. How about Tyler Burden? Oh, that's so that's bad. not terrible, You're right? You're so much better at that than that's I okay. Am. We'll that's work together. No, it's fantastic. Tyler Burden. Time for my new segment, Tyler Burden. That's oh, a stupid name. I hate so it. So good. <laughs> I would just like to make one final note before we begin, though. Please do. I usually don't talk about show ideas that I have for the future, but I want everyone who hears this to know that I believe something great will be born from this segment. Since our voices reach millions of years, I thought it important that, that with this amazing power that we now control in the palm of our hands. Yeah, you guys are like our puppets. We correct. have our hands up your backside. We, I think we should take this power and we should wield it irresponsibly. Monetize it. Irresponsibly and without even a modicum of nuance. Absolutely. Yep. Black my, or white, Tyler? My end goal being campaigns. In terms of? We will take up campaigns blindly and aggressively and attack any who displease us, even slightly. Well, Are you on board? I mean, whichever campaigns gets us the most power. Exactly. Okay, please continue. With that being said, let's jump into it with people who flick their teeth in public. Wait, flick their teeth? 
Okay. All right. People so who flick their teeth. People who suck on their teeth. Suck the, the food out from between their teeth okay. in public. Okay. I, there's not a lot of people arguing on behalf of those people. Now, I would like to. Yeah, but nobody's talking about it either. Is it me? Everything's you, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> All roads lead to Ryan. Now, I would like to start off by saying that I get it. Having that one stubborn piece of corn dog that doesn't want to accept its fate and instead of sliding down my gullet decides to set up camp in my teeth with the very jaws of life holding it in place. Jaws of life. Did you say corn dog? Corn dog. Who the fuck is eating? A, you eat not unlike a seagull. You sound like a, like a simpleton, right? Who the fuck is eating a corn dog? Uh, uh, fair goers. <laughs> I'm asking you. Are you going from dot like peers to fairs? Where are you getting to? Look, man, all that I'm focusing on right now is the fact that at the end of that sentence with the corn dog, it says in blueprint, meaning I have to do action finger guns. Oh. And that's why I gave you the finger guns. And pew, you pew, pew. Didn't even acknowledge. No, it was, it was good. So, okay. People who suck on your, their teeth. That's not great. I I but agree. I must insist, after acknowledging that I get it, I must insist that people stop trying to suck the food out from between their teeth in public. It's like someone took a cheese grater to my brain. <laughs> you don't like the mouth stuff. When I, I don't no, like the don't. mouth you stuff. Never mind. Well, whenever whenever I hear someone flick their teeth, it makes me want to take all of my rage and channel it into a vengeful act against that person. A Kamehameha of spite and aggression, if you will. No clue what that means. Kamehameha from Dragon Ball oh, Z. Dragon Ball Z. Kamehameha. You're a, real, you're a real piece of shit. Okay, I'm sorry. However, due to laws and prison, I limit myself to drinking and self-hatred. I feel like prison would be great for you. Ryan, your thoughts. Is that a gay joke? Yep. Okay. Uh, my thoughts is people sucking on their teeth is really awful. Nobody likes that. And also, I might do it. Yeah, on a, you know what? I was wondering if I should tell this story or not, but I'm oh, going to. No, it's really I, not that bad. I actually. don't want it. It's I, really not that bad. Ryan is actually missing a tooth. Oh, yeah. And through that gaping maw in his face, <laughs> he, he makes this unbelievably annoying sound to everybody's detriment except his. Yeah, that is true. I, honestly, I don't like it either, but it's not as bad as I love people's complaining about it. Well, I think most people can can um, can sympathize with the idea of hating something, but doing it just to annoy your friends. We can review next week. Maybe I'll let you hear it. Right in. Yeah, maybe I'll, oh, that <laughs> Tell would be, us about annoying your friends. Oh, because that is our sense of humor, is to annoy not just each other, but everybody. I would love for you guys to... to Email in how you annoy your friends because I have a hundred. If you send in our, your emails, I will give you the sound next week that Tyler is talking about. This this situation actually really makes you understand the power of perception because you could, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. A lot of younger people can relate to this at least is you can do something that you yourself abhor, but if it annoys somebody oh, that sure. you love, yeah. It's it, it, it not only does it not make it annoying, you start to love it. Oh, you know, hammering that nail through my hand is terrible, but Tyler passed out. So yeah. I mean, I'm just going <laughs> to hand me that, that, that claw hammer over there. So are you ready for my second rant, Ryan? I am very ready. All right. H hit me. People who take their nationality way too seriously. I am going to tell you. It is very weird that we have decided it's like I was born here and you were born 10 feet over there. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's a, what I think that's very human though. 
It is. Yeah. It is. It's just a way for us to, to divide each other. Well, divide you, ourselves. If you say I am a man who loves his country and then somebody next to them says, hey, that's ridiculous. Like you should love somebody from Botswana the same way you love yourself. People will attack you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And those people are stupid. Now, this is something that happens all over the world, but I'm just going to reference Americans because I am one. I live here in America. This is to all our uh, uh, fans across the pond. One tooth. One tooth. You're the man. What da Um. So I get it. This is another one that I'm going to start off by saying I get it. I completely understand being proud of where you're from, respecting the customs you adhere to, and having very fond memories of the experiences you've had. Right. But holy shit, does some of you go way beyond being a homer and just end up in, in jingoism? I'll kill everybody! <laughs> if you don't look like me, you are dead. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it, it is really weird, and, and you're absolutely right about it just separating us. But that's the easiest, I mean, that's, what, uh, that's what's wanted, is for us to be separated. I get it. There's mm -hmm. obviously nothing wrong with loving and being proud of where you came from. But just like people that take sports way too seriously, that's the way you look to the rest of us. When you define yourself by this thing that at the end of the day doesn't really mean anything, it holds no substantive value. So the people who think that being American makes them better than others, I ask you this, how is being an American an accomplishment? You didn't earn it in any way. The only reason you're American is simply through the, the luck of the draw and due to the fact that your dad arbitrarily came in your mom within imaginary lines we as a species created. What do you mean arbitrarily? He's totally in control of that. I just mean that you had no control over it. Okay. So just depending on where your dad decided to come inside your mom. Okay. You went, All right. Stop saying that. Dad coming in your mom. You had no control over it whatsoever. So these people who use being an American as some sort of trophy, you didn't do anything to earn it. All right. Two things. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life or... Join in one time to stop it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, ooh, boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, both of my, I could say this objectively. Yeah. Both of my parents are very handsome. That's, uh, a, that's, that's an insult to mom. Why? Women can be handsome. I don't think that that's what they're preferring. Um, anyway, but just to answer I, the question. I, I'm going to go. Because I have a number two. Man. I'm, that sounds weird. I'm going to. Uh, you know what? My my answer is being is being uh, swayed just by the fact that I know our parents are going to listen to this. I, <laughs> I I just hope that everybody at home is asking themselves the same question. That's it. It's not about us. I I, I, I really want to say just watch them for the rest of my life and deal with it. But I would join in just to have the madness stop. Good God! Uh, what you would know you what? do? I, I would let it ride because, I mean, they're older, you know. I, I, won't, I wouldn't have to do it for that mm, long. That's actually a better answer. Yeah, well, it's too late. You're already banging them. <laughs> uh, and number two, would you, Tyler, you, you, you talk about, you know, being a patriot is not so great. And we're, no, we, no. Wait, 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 wait. We're both about to get patriot acted, by the way. That's, that's unfair. The number two. That's unfair. Would you, you prefer, would you prefer a new world order? 
I, I'm playing the devil's advocate. It depends on the order. Well, well new, but but new any war- power is bad power. N- new, no, that's not true. That is true. No, it's not. I Pow- just talked to you about the former president of Uruguay who was using his power for good. He's hiding something, and I'm pretty sure it's pronounced "you are gay." Uh, I, please, nobody trust that guy. Nobody trust that guy. Please, his Corolla is lined with the, the bodies of his enemies. <laughs> Get out of here. Nobody trust that guy. Uh, the problem is, is that power attracts bad people. But there are certain people out there who have power that are not bad people. Yeah, like Charlie Crist. Look at his cold, dead eyes. I know I've done that the last four shows, but look at this guy. Look at that dude. What a dated reference. Is he still alive or? What a dated reference. All right, what else you got? I don't believe that patriotism is wrong. I believe that jingoism is wrong. For those what's, of you, what's the difference? For those of you who do not know, patriotism is standing up for your country, loving your country, defending your country. That is patriotism. Jingoism is taking patriotism to the extreme to the point where if you say something wrong about my country, I'm gonna bomb you to fucking hell. Yeah, I understand that. And and how many how many people in this country today? I, no matter who hears this right now, no matter your your views, your preference, your whatever. He's talking to you, vertical Anthony. Every, <laughs> everybody who has a preference can look at somebody else and go, "Wow, that person takes this particular thing to an extreme. What a psychopath!" If you take something to an extreme, that is the way you look to everybody else. That's what extremes are. Extremes are bad. But everybody takes something to the extreme. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Norm, I'm not saying you're inhuman for for taking something to the extreme. I'm simply bringing it up to people's awareness so they realize. Yeah. Because a lot of people will argue, get angry. All, we talked about this before. Will just get angry over this thing and they don't know why they're fucking angry. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't want to investigate. What, they do know why they're angry. They don't want to investigate it. So this so this other subject becomes like a um, an attachment to how you define yourself. But I'm just going to tell you Correct. is, yeah, just I, like I said earlier, just like being a, a huge sports fan to the point where you define your life through this sports team. That's not who you are. Well, you know, I say that all the time. The politics has become sports coverage in terms of I like the Dolphins. I like the Jets. You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. Well, yeah. here's the deal. We're not coming up with any sort of solutions. It's just us calling each other names. And that's what politics. It's either that side or this side. Well, pick. It, it's a it's a tribalism where I am ingrained in here. And no matter what you say, I don't care if God himself comes down and shows me the truth. I'm here. Well, that's the problem with the internet and what's happened over these la- this last 15 years is that nobody is looking up the opposite of how they feel. Everybody is just, you, hey, you feel full of hate? There's a hundred websites that's going to support that feeling. To be honest, I thought you were going to say that given the internet, everybody's been given a voice. And so all those hateful ignorant assholes out there who are just left to the edges of society. Now they can get their point across to anybody looking for that. And the point, my point is, and then let's go on because this isn't funny at all. Yeah. Because I was just talking about your dad coming in your mom and now saying that, and now we've, we're just off to philosophical debates. I want to get back to that previous thing. But the thing is, is that, well, please, could we not go back to that? Uh, but the thing is, is that if you're having racist, unintelligent thoughts, there's a million people out there that you could find that support that. And if you feel the other way, there's a million people out there that support that. Well, and I think, and this is something that I probably can turn into a segment eventually is talking about the people that fall right in the middle. The people who are swayed. No, 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 no. I want to be racist, but I don't have the courage. Okay. So moving on to our third point. 
Somebody teach me. On to the next type of person that should be sterilized. I mean, uh, on to my next rant, Ryan. Ryan, please join me as I complain about Carol Baskin. Shitty parents. I mean, the world is replete. I will absolutely not start this one off with perspective or critical thinking in any way. So you'll just do it like everything else you do on this show. With zero research and a flippant attitude, you are absolutely right. My dog. I don't even have much to say except fuck you. (laughs) If you don't have time to dedicate to your kids, don't fucking have any. Who the hell has kids on purpose? Nobody has kids on purpose, Tyler. (laughs) You fucking millennials. Nobody has kids on purpose. And you coming in the woman's. You guys are killing the condom industry. (laughs) Nobody has kids on purpose. I think I've known like two people who have done it on purpose. If you don't have, again, I will say it again. If you do not have time to commit to your children, don't fucking have them. But Tyler, what you got to understand is, is that it's really hard. Being a parent is nothing but sacrifice and it's very tough. The thing about sacrifice is that you don't know how hard it is until you're doing it. But I think there's a lot of people out there who have kids to save relationships, have kids to save themselves, have kids to give themselves purpose without ever realizing, hey, this is going to be a lot of fucking work. But what what you're asking for, and again, you're just bringing us down a place that's not funny, it's perspective. You're asking for people to have perspective that they yes. haven't that they haven't been afforded yet. Wow, oh, you got me on the yes. last sentence. Yeah, once you have that kid, you're like, I look at RJ all the time, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. If if RJ is not an example for why there's no such thing as a late abortion, I don't know what is. We're in the 764th trimester, and I think we can do this thing. Speaking of which, where the hell is that kid? <laughs> All right, so getting back to shitty parents. Yes. <laughs> uh, seriously, fuck you. Um, no, I literally have fuck you written here. Um, I'm wondering if it might be too much. A little over the top. Good. Well, fuck you. Most most shitty parents had shitty parents themselves. Bef- that's actually true. Before I wrap this segment up, I just want to acknowledge that unlike the other two types of people on this list, my complaining about shitty parents is just a self-satisfying move and it will hold no weight whatsoever in the real world because much like people who are stupid, shitty parents don't usually know they're shitty parents. If you're stupid, yeah. you do not know that you're stupid. Do, do you, Everybody else has to suffer. You don't know. It. I would love to know, and, and obviously there's no way to ever figure this out. What do you think is the percentage of shitty parents who think they're shitty parents? Oh, less than 1%. I was a shitty parent at one point in my life, and I knew, I knew it. But how many parents out there do you think not uh, just just the idea of somebody acknowledging that they were in the wrong retroactively is a win. Mm-hmm. How many people are out there who you, you're asking people asking me if there are people out there who are being shitheads and at the moment in the moment acknowledging that they're being shitheads. You, that, you, that is you not think that's a low number. Oh, I, I cannot imagine that that, hmm. that that is somebody actively willing themselves to do fucked up things. See, and maybe I'm just assigning it and we got to keep moving here. But uh, I'm just maybe I'm assigning this in retrospect, but I feel like I knew. 
I feel like I when but I was, you didn't, but you didn't act on it. You didn't acknowledge I, well, it in the moment. That's how I got here. But that's what I'm saying. No, I, I think that I did. I think that I did. There were times where my son would get dropped off at my house, and I would not be able to get off the couch. Like, and I don't mean sitting on the couch. I mean like I was in big time trouble, and I knew that I was not doing the right thing. With that being said, I conclude the first of what I'm sure will be many Tyler rants. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I will clap myself. And that is Tyler Rance. Oh, wait, wow. Well, we really just stepped over ourselves there. All right. Now, Tyler, I'm going to try a little something that you are probably familiar with. Music sues the savage beast, but will it drive this family apart? Drive a family of pot or drive a family apart? <clears throat> what I said was, music sues the savage beast, but will it drive this family apart? Okay, it sounds like you're saying apart. So drives a family apart. So it's a music. Is it the Osbournes? When we were playing basketball the other day, we had pulled the basketball hoop out and it was you, it was me. Evan. It, it was my son. Don't, let's not talk about that. <clears throat> At, Evan, so, Evan, if you're out there and you hear this, you're a real bastard for putting us in that position. But we had my next door neighbor. We pull our basket. We live in a co- like a little association and we pulled our basketball hoop to a uh, what do they call that? A uh, cul-de-sac, a cul-de-sac. Thank you very much. Well, it, with with no houses whatsoever. It's a cul-de-sac of it's a it's a roundabout. It's a big, is all it is. That's exactly right. A roundabout. Very good. So we pull it down there. So we have like a basketball court of sorts. Well, and our driveway is tilted. So if you try to shoot the basket basketball not on, fun. on our driveway, it bounces in crazy directions. Not fun. And not so, a lot of room to work with. So my next door neighbor comes down there. He's probably, what, a 13-year-old kid? Uh, Yeah, give or take. And this guy, uh, he's like, hey, can I play with you guys? What the hell am I supposed to do? I he's an know. awkward 13-year-old. Well, I mean, I'm an awkward 13-year-old. What the hell am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know if we're allowed to be bodying up each Scream other. Scream Corona and run at him frantically. I mean, he really... Evan... You're a bitch. He is a bitch. You know who else is a bitch? Is this fucking mannequin head that you got right next to me. It's got the hair of Takashi 69 She is kind. Wow. That, wow. I stole that from myself. Oh, I was going to say, uh, how did you know that? Tyler got another mannequin RJ. head. Oh, and oh, I thought you were talking about Tyler got another mannequin head, and it, she has pink hair with blue low lights and green. I, You know... That's crazy. It's if, actually it's actually a rainbow hair. And it, can I just tell you, as far as mannequin heads go... Kind of sexy. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need to slow you down in front of my caramel bitch over here. Ah, she's like, mine. No, I called that one. I, you know what? I, if I may direct the show, because I had so much fun last week doing it, um, I'm going to ask, or I'm going to tell you that mm. I, we're already at an hour and 15 minutes. So I'm going to skip my news segment for today because wow. it is going to take the episode is going to be too long. People are going to want to listen. It's going to be gotcha. a whole thing. I got gotcha. you. So let's skip my new segment. If there's anything else you want to talk about, let's talk about it. Otherwise, let's get into your segment. Okay. Let's. Well, uh, the only other thing that I have is. <laughs> what is it? This is <laughs> Doomsday preppers collectively admit a little bummed, right? Oh, oh, because people thought that this was going to be like the end of the this world. Was it. Yeah. yeah. Don't you yeah. feel like those people who have built like a whole bunker underneath their house are all of a sudden feeling like, yeah, fuck. If we may acknowledge the po- the positive of this, people who were getting into 
the bunker uh, uh, projects right. yep. uh, prior to this being the, the thing, mm-hmm. um, they had, there had to be a 24-hour window at least where they must have felt more vindicated yep. than anybody yep. on Earth in the history of our species. When the NBA shut down, they're like, I fucking told you, Rudy Gobert. That's it. Fantastic. Well, I'm sorry that we ate up your news segment. No, no. As a matter of fact, this is in the moment. I can say this is some of the most fun I've had in a while. Well, thank you. This this has been a lot of fun. I'm happy. I hope that it translates. I probably not. You know, I did have a, I was going to add something to your news segment and I'll just give it to you briefly. Did you know, uh, did you hear about that German zoo? Did you hear about that? I, you and I listened to the same show, Levitard show. So yes, I looked it up that. Okay. I looked it up. They to, were uh, to, to the people who do not know there was a German zoo who and I got to put zoo in quotation marks because I don't know how reputable they are who were saying that they can't afford to feed their animals so they were going to euthanize them. Now there are ex, there is an expert his name is Ron McGill who was on the show that Ryan and I both listened to who said that he finds it um sketchy that 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 a zoo would say this because no reputable zoo would euthanize their animals simply because they can't afford to feed them. Well, but you know what they did is they figured out a hierarchy of how they would kill the animals. So they basically Oh my god. They did. They figured out which ones were most expendable and then built down from there. So you're basically what you're saying is the, they went in a in a a, they made a list of the most least important animal to the most important animal. Did you say the most least important animal? The most least important the animal. The most least important animal. That's it. That's okay. how and, English speakers And speak. it's a German zoo. And do you know who is at the top of that hierarchy? Hitler. Kinda. It's kind of the Hitler of the animal world. The polar bear. They were saying that that was the animal that they could not kill. That all the other animals would feed the biggest, mm. whitest animal in the zoo. Ah, shocker. So what you're saying is, is that pecking order, the polar bear is the top, top dog, top chain. Mm. Yep. That's it. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you've seen those polar bears. Recently. I mean, it's a, it's an Aryan bear. It's a Barian. All right. Now I'm going to very quickly. You've been doing well with the bees this episode. <laughs> I am on top of it, man. All right. So very quickly. Well, actually it's not going to be very quickly, but I'm going to finish up my segment that I did last week mm, about the monk Ryan Steele's author deals. Now last week I told you about Nyo Zinzium, his rise to power and the beginning of the Vietnam war. Nailed it. Now I got the information for this segment the same way that I did last week, the same way I'm going to next week from Mark Manson's book, Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. I'm going to basically um, Vietnam finally kicked France out of their country and then they wanted to take over the whole country. We decided one half was going to be communist, one half was going to be capitalist. And then there was a, uh, you know, the, the Buddhist monks were attacked by the new leader. And they were try- being forced out of the country. And basically the Buddhist monks were holding a, uh, what do they call that? When a Buddha, like when, when you're uh, a sit in a protest, a, uh, a protest. Thank okay. You. Thank you. So on June 10th, 1969, a small turquoise car festooned with banners led a procession of a few hundred monks and nuns. Now here's the deal is that at this point, Buddhist protests were nothing new. People barely noticed because this has been going on so long where the new leader who was Catholic was forcing Buddhists out of Vietnam. 
So what you're saying, wait, and just so I have the mental image, sure. uh, clearly it was a car leading a procession of pe- of just hundreds of monks walking behind People it? People walking behind wow. it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it, it That's was- That's gotta be quite a sight. It was a procession, but here's the deal. It had been happening so, I say here's the deal a lot. It had been happening so often people tuned it out. It's like if you hear some, if you see somebody standing on a corner holding up a sign about anti-abortion, the government or whatever it is, you've seen that so much that you don't even register that. What happened was, and as I had told you last week, this the the people who were leading this procession had told the journalists about all this the week before. They had told them this was coming up, and nobody even responded to it because all of Americans. Uh, 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 all of the American attention was in the Vietnam War itself. So it was such a small blip on the on the radar at the time that that people just didn't really uh, uh, notice it until it happened. One photographer showed up, and he and well well two, well two excuse me two photographers showed up. Thank you very much. One brought his camera, and that's a photograph that every single person who has ever who is listening to my voice right now has seen. Think about that. So I think I think some of the most iconic moments in history have some of the most uh, some of the most unbelievable stories behind it. Even something as uh, uh, innocuous as, hey, one of these guys forgot his camera, which in a normal conversation isn't a big deal. When we're talking about this, you missed a once in a lifetime opportunity to capture this photo. Like I said, one guy went home and told his family about it. The other guy won a Pulitzer Prize. Yep. So the procession reached an intersection in front of the Cambodian embassy and stopped in a way that it blocked all of the traffic, okay? Now, a big group of Buddhists formed a semicircle around this turquoise car, which is, I mean, it looked like a Corolla or something along those lines. And Buddhists don't make a whole lot of money from what I understand. Uh, you know what? They got to get on that, uh, the, the, what, what are they? The, the, Etsy. The deposit, the, the direct deposit, because I think they're losing a bunch of- From whom? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> This motherfucker. Ever since this quarantine. I've been on back pay for weeks. (laughs) Okay, so three monks got out of this little turquoise car. Okay. Okay, in the middle of this intersection, which has now been stopped with, I mean, you know, this is Vietnam, a bunch of people. One got out, the first one, placed a cushion at the center of the intersection. The second monk was an older man named Tuk Quang Duk. Oh, that's how I want to go buy it from now on you're not going to give me a nailed it nailed it too late he walked to the cushion sat down in the lotus position closed his eyes and began to meditate okay now and i understand they're the same thing you would think he was praying like crazy in that moment right or or this is somebody who's totally come to terms with being part of something that is bigger than his personal body or just okay with his mortality well is aren't we saying the same thing uh, I think there are certain people that are just okay with dying, and I think there are other people that would rather not die, but are okay with giving up their mortal uh, uh, coil, uh, mortal bodies, uh, t- for a bigger purpose. But I think that those two things that you're saying are exactly the same. Where you don't think I, there's anybody out there who is just okay with dying without uh, dying for a specific reason? Uh, yes, s- sad people who just don't want to be part of the world anymore. But I don't think that this guy was that. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the third monk who got out of the car, opened up the trunk, took out a five-gallon canister of gasoline, and proceeded to walk over to Tuk Quang Duk and dump the gasoline over his head, which that alone probably felt like shit, right? On your eyes and stuff. Well, you got you to gotta, you gotta squinch your, your face up. But 
Wait, you're telling me that one of the other monks dumped the gasoline on him? Yeah, the third monk. Man, I'm, and you know what? I, I'm going to tell you, and forgive me for interrupting you. I have a hilarious story about when I was a bartender and somebody getting doused in gasoline. We can reveal. Okay. All right. I, that's what a weird <laughs> just, direction to yeah, go. Honestly, I don't know why that sparked that, but I got a good one. But so so. What we're what we're talking about is the fact that these monks got together and this guy they 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 communally agreed upon you're gonna light me on fire. Well, this guy or, or you're gonna dump gas on. Well, me. this guy said, "Hey, I'm gonna do this," and everybody else around him had to say, "You know what? I think this is a good idea." Oh, but man, like like being the person that's not being set on fire. Wouldn't you feel some guilt in that? Well, let me finish, and then we'll talk about that afterwards because I I have thought about that so much. Because I did this on session zero, so I've had some time to ruminate on it. Now it's the second time that I'm doing it. It is something that I've thought about. Now, so he dumped the canister over Tukwing Duck's head. Nailed it. Now, people who are walking through this plaza cover their mouths, cover their eyes. They passerby stopped walking. Because here's the deal. You're, you're going through all of this turmoil as a people and you're just getting used to it all buddhist protests and all this stuff this is something that stops you you know the 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 idea of energy is where you're a nerd in high school and you're walking through the cafeteria and a bully slaps your tray out of your hand everybody in the whole cafeteria whether they heard it or not feels that energy turns around something is going on here you see it's like with a car accident you feel it I agree, although I will, I have to acknowledge the fact that say you're out in public and two people get into a fist fight, which is really not that uncommon. We're an aggressive species. It, that is very uncommon. What you're talking about. Two people fight? getting into a fight. You can go to any bar and find two people getting into a fight. You and I hang out at different bars. Pussy. And I, I and, and I'll tell you that when two people get into a fight, that stops everything. When somebody's getting gasoline poured on them, that will Definitely stop exactly. everything. Now, Definitely. even police forgot what they were doing. Everybody stopped and stared just like you're talking about. Yep. Now, what? Now, with a gasoline-soaked robe and an expressionless face, he recited a, a short prayer, picked up a match, and without breaking his lotus position, he struck it on the asphalt and set himself on fire. No pause on the movement. No pause in the movement. Wow. He was he is totally committed to the cause. Wow. Now instantly a wall of flame rose around him. His body became engulfed. His robe disintegrated. His skin turned black. And I'm sure you can imagine what that smell is. I've never smelled the burning body, but in all the true crime shit that I take in, um, that is something they talk about all the time. The smell of a burning body is, or a decomposing body, is something that will stick with you forever. Well, something that you will hear cops, or, or not cops, anybody who has experienced it say, death has a very specific scent to it. When, it, like, like you said, a de like if if you uh, if somebody gets a what do they call those when somebody hasn't heard from somebody else in a while, a, a courtesy checkup or whatever, oh, a, it is. a wellness, check. a wellness check, yeah. and they go and they find this person who's maybe been dead for a week or whatever it yeah. is, and that, their cats have eaten their face. That smell and then all the cats are indeed hilarious, and all the uh, all that that scent yeah. rising from a decomposing body. From what I've understood, that is a very particular scent. See, I believe in intelligent design. I believe that's on purpose. I believe that that is a way to help. So then why is natural gas scentless? I'd be, because it's got a sense of humor. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's a terrible sense of humor. Tyler, that's S-C-E-N-T-S. 
All right. Now, a correspondent for the New York Times later described that scene that we're talking about this way. I was too shocked to cry, too confused to take notes or ask questions. As he burned, he never moved a muscle, never uttered a sound. So this is somebody who is watching this happen. This isn't the person who's on fire, obviously. This is somebody who is watching this. So basically, this guy is calmer than the person who is seeing it happen. Oh, he was totally engrossed in what he was doing. It was belief. It was belief. So that evening, um, Zium, who is the guy who who had taken over... Vietnam gave a radio address to the nation where he was audibly shaken by that incident. He promised to reopen negotiations with the Buddhist leadership in the country and to find a peaceful resolution. Wow. So dude, what we're talking about where you're talking about your commitment and all these different things, dude, this guy believed in something and it changed the fucking world. It changed the world. Thousands of people in that country poured into the streets in open revolt against ZM's administration. Yep. His military commanders began to disobey him. His advisors, his advisors defied him. Even the U.S. could no longer justify supporting him. Which, if you know our history as a country, we will. If we put our name on something, we're sticking with it, no matter how badly it fucks up. Mm-hmm. President Kennedy soon gave his approval to a plan by his by ZM's top generals to overthrow him. So, images of the burning monk broke the levee and a flood ensued. A few months later, Ziem and his family were assassinated. Yep. And that's the thing, is that we don't realize, as, as human beings, we don't realize that the power of masses, what they, what they hold. Because we are all under the, the rule of our government, and it's only getting worse. And the information that and we're supplied. Absolutely. absolutely. It's all brainwashing. Thank all you, of it CNN. Is, all, of, all of it. Fox, CNN, MSNBC, it's all brainwashing. But it's, it's so... The, the power of once a people a specific group of people I'm a people collectively uh think of something collectively agree on something it doesn't matter what power you have if the entire country that you're ruling d- d- disagrees with what you're doing you got to fucking change it's a collective energy that's yep. absolutely right that's the thing that i find to be super interesting is a collective energy the problem is is that everybody needs to come together and that's the reason why and i'm going to go off into my thing that's the reason why the media and the and our government and everything for Americans. That's why they want us divided. Is because we can't we can't use that power against them. Well, that's the, that's that's the whole idea of of sinking us into diversion. It, we have. Sir, I read this book that said that we have surpassed the ability to evolve because we have technology that stops us from needing to evolve. If you're too weak, go get a gun. If you, all these different things that cancel out, if you're lost, look it up on Google maps. It's it, it, all mm. these things that cancel out the genetic markers. Evolution nowadays is by choice. You evolve if you want to. Well, but, but, and we've talked about this privately or, or personally in the past, uh, isn't technology our evolution. That is well, our evolution. It depends if you're willing to cede your power to artificial intelligence. If you're willing to say that robotic hey, overlords, I serve you. The only way that that's our evolution is if we say that the technology is the next step in the evolutionary chain and give away our own, uh, our own power. 
Why, why give away our own power though? What do you mean? Because we're not efficient. Human beings are not efficient. If we get artificial intelligence and they try to figure out the most sympathetic way to get somewhere, human beings will not be a part of that. What happens if we meet in the middle and just like Elon Musk is trying to do, uh, combine computer programming with the human brain? I don't know anything about that, but I do. Oh, neither do I. <laughs> I, I do know 100% that human beings are not ruled by what's right and what's wrong. Well, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. Human beings are ruled by emotion, not by um, reality. Yeah. What is that? That doesn't answer my question. What are you talking about? That's not being... Computers are not. Computers are But I'm asking, a what about B. the act of combining those two things? I mean, that's giving up humanity. You think so? Uh, what if it's just the next step in humanity? Well, I mean, there are definitely people who argue that in, in the in the role of evolution, our only job, because we are so imperfect, is to create technology and then kill ourselves off. Well, let's get it going already, Let's man. go. Jesus. I, hey, Iran, come step to me, bitch. <laughs> Please don't do that. Now, here's the deal with that photo, how powerful that photo was. And, and maybe this will shine some light on what we got going on now. Everybody adopted the power of that powerful image for their own cause. Communists took that photo and warned other nations against the growing capitalist imperialists. Look at this. Look at what happened. Uh, postcards were sold across Europe, railing against the atrocities that were being committed in the East. So basically opposite ideas from the same photo. Yeah. Anti-war po protesters used the photo to protest in America about our involvement in the war, conservatives used the photo as evidence of need for U.S. intervention. So everybody took that photo and used it for their own causes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're seeing it so often these days where you just you take this piece of information and you spin it to make it work for you. Well, and now, especially with computers and the way you can edit things, you can take the Bible and make it mean everything that you want. There's there's a program out there called Deep Fake. Have you heard of this, Ryan? Absolutely. I've seen Steve Buscemi fuck a lady. Yep. Yeah. And and it's basically you can create video and put somebody's face uh, onto another body and you can, and it's so real, you cannot tell if the person is actually in that video or not. Well, you, it's, it's funny that you say that because when I was growing up back during the Cold War, it used to be the saying of- What? Yeah, that's true. The Cold War? Yeah, the Cold War. Is that true? Yeah, with Russia, yeah. Oh. I was in the 80s. <laughs> with Russia. Yeah, with Russia. <laughs> with the USSR. <laughs> but but you know what the whole thing was? Is that everybody used to say, don't believe it till you see it. Yeah. We, we are now in a position where even if you see it, that doesn't mean shit. Nope. All right. Now, the reason that this photo of the burning monk triggers such a primal and universal feeling in people goes beyond politics or religion. What it is, it's the ability to endure extraordinary amounts of pain for something that you believe in. And that's why I think, you know, 50 plus years later, you're still seeing this. Mm. Because most of us cannot sit up straight at dinner for more than a few minutes while this guy is fucking burning alive. He did not move. He did not flinch. He did not scream. He did not smile or wince or grimace or even open his eyes to take one last look at the world that he had chosen to leave behind. If I get a paper cut, you're going to hear me bitch for a week. We live together. I wasn't uh, talking to you. Now, the purity of his act and, and his stunning display of resolve in this ultimate example of mind over matter, will over instinct, and the horror of everything that was going on, and maybe you'll agree with me or maybe you won't, 
in my heart is inspiring. The the monk? The monk. Yeah, of course. And, and you know how I feel about seeing somebody dead, about seeing, I can't look at pictures. That picture of the monk who is burning, which will be on our website, maybe it won't, is inspiring. It really is. There's something cr- that, that like unprimal about it. You should do that. What? Set yourself on fire. Let's do it together for the show. No, it Dude, was one guy. It could, doesn't work if it's two people. It's got to be one we, person. We should do a, a, a in Fuego 69. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm telling you, the idea of a picture that's lasted for over 50 years is an interesting idea. Is there any way that I could support in that way without killing myself? Not that I can think of. Oh, well, then no, thank you. And by the way, you just said the Cold War was in the 80s. Wasn't it? from 47 to 91. I nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, when I said the 80s, it's it's my area of being awake to that kind of nailed thing. Nailed it. I, I, you know, the thing is with the Cold War, it wasn't like, you know, World War II where you had a battlefield. It was espionage. It was all political. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And before we finish up the show, I need to do one more thing. Google this. Now, Tyler, very quickly, if you could, on that La Computadora, which is a girl... Could you please punch in Urban Dictionary, dirty, in my name? Dirty Ryan on Urban Dictionary. Now, the definition for Dirty Ryan on Urban Dictionary, it reads, when you get on top of your bitch and shit out a tiny bit of your turd, is about halfway out your bum crack and you draw on her stomach <laughs> using your turd as a crayon, a close cu- cousin to the Cleveland steamer. Now the, the, <laughs> Oh my goodness. If I may just, just, just finish this off before we end this episode, pinch it off Tyler. It says it, it, because it, every urban dictionary definition, it gives a, the definition, it gives the word in a sentence. Do you want to know what your sentence is, Ryan? Would you please? Hey dude, how was sex last night? Uh, pretty good. And then you respond with man, she loved it. No chick can resist the dirty Ryan. That I mean, that you could literally put any words in there, and it would be totally fine. But but people can't resist uh, somebody drawing on their stomach with a turd-like crayon on their finger. I feel like that would require some practice. I think that if you're just going freehand there at the very beginning, you're going to end up in a lot of trouble because there's, there's 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 hashtags on it, and it says hashtag Dirty Sanchez, hashtag Cleveland Steamer, hashtag. Shit-stained balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, what a terrible show. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I never want a dirty Ryan. Maybe a dirty Tyler, but no dirty Ryan. What was the dirty Tyler again? I forget. Yeah, I I forget, too. Uh, Yeah, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is if you need a flux capacitor, I got you, dog. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take care of that. They're, out of, they're out of stock. Though. Well, well, I mean, come on. It's quarantine. And and dirty Tyler is when you fart in it your hand and slap the person so they can taste it and smell it. Remember? That's exactly right. I would much rather do the dirty Tyler than the dirty Ryan. The smell you can get rid of just by waving your hand. The shit you got to wash off. There's a whole chemical element to it. I don't want any part of that. Uh, you're exactly right. And what it, I mean, hey, if you're at home, Google your 
name with dirty in front of it on Urban Dictionary and send it into us at podcast at those guys you hate dot com. And we love you guys so much. We are those guys you hate. Uh, no, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Did you say it already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. You I do this so often. I know. Really I do it yeah. all the time. Every every time. Yeah. It's really bad. Yep. Well, on that note, we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. <laughs>